Today on The Natural Birth Talk, I talk with Stephanie Lind, co-founder of Brilliant Birth Academy, about essential oils for birth, including some safety tips. Here's a sneak peek, so stick around. From then, I, I had read a lot of the different textbooks on essential oils and had pursued it uh, more casually. But after I had that personal experience, I really became passionate about this issue. Hi, I'm Rachel Manns, owner of The Natural Birth Site and this podcast, The Natural Birth Talk. Here, you'll learn all about different natural aspects of birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Remember, none of this information should take the place of a care provider and is not medical advice. Birth is not a medical emergency. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, and welcome to the Natural Birth Talk. I'm Rachel Manns, and today we're here with Stephanie Lind. She's the founder of Brilliant Birth Academy, and we're going to talk about essential oils for birth. I'll go ahead and let Stephanie introduce herself. Rachel, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm happy to be talking about essential oils because I've put together a few different courses, but I'm also, so I'm the co-founder of Brilliant Birth Academy. I'm also the co-founder of five human beings, uh, different partners, and my five kids and, and giving birth in that context is really what gave me a passion for essential oils. I, I know a lot of moms are looking for evidence-based and natural solutions that just have that inherent traditional wisdom to them when they give Mm. birth. And I started really getting into essential oils during my third pregnancy. And I felt it was just so, I gave birth at Christmas and one of my favorite uh, Christmas hymns is that, is that phrase where it says tidings of comfort and joy. And I just felt so comforted by the essential oils and it brought me so much joy to, to purchase those and to treat myself in that way. And so I started really using them on my third birth, which was my first son. But can I just quickly share the story of my third birth? Because I felt like essential oils really changed the trajectory of that birth experience. Yes. I would love to hear about that. Okay. So my fifth baby Christmas I, uh, Christmas is nine months after my birthday. So I have several children who were due on Christmas day, (laughs) probably too much information. Uh, there's never anyone in town. So I lived in New York and LA. There's never anyone in town during those times to help. And, um, I actually fell and I snapped my pelvis and I ripped the uterosacral uh, ligament. What basically attaches your uterus to your body Mm -hmm. tore. And then I had cervical tearing and I didn't know it at the time, Rachel, but I actually also, um, had a concealed placental abruption. So my baby was having reduced oxygen and we didn't know it. And this is with your third baby or your fifth baby? This is my, I did not have a baby after this experience. This was my last baby. (laughs) Okay. So my neighbors carry me to the hospital with, um, like a, basically a broken pelvis And the doctors, uh, identify non-reassuring fetal heart tones and say, you have to get this baby out and we're just going to section you. But I knew that I didn't have childcare. My husband had just started a new business, a new job. So he had to go to work. They hired him for the end of the year. And so I knew I had to get this baby out on a broken pelvis and I didn't want to take any pain meds because I thought that that would prolong the labor. Uh Uh-huh. So I had someone come that I never met and I don't uh-huh. know what their name is. And I've never heard from them since they dropped off a diffuser frankincense, which is really expensive and yes. orange essential oil. And I just inhaled 
those oils. And in that moment, I really want to speak to moms here for a second and to, to uh, birth practitioners, because I train doulas and midwives professionally in aromatherapy. Uh-huh. You provide a lot of resources on your site that people can go and find their own path. So whether it's hypnobirthing or, mm-hmm. you know, all of these different solutions. I mean, what are, what's your vision for some of the type of, you know, give us a smattering of like all the things people can pursue. So it's like uh creative visualization. There's, I mean, there's so many different options. Mm-hmm. Give, give us some that are both evidence-based and these traditional wisdom practices that people employ to uh, support and enhance the birth that they are wanting to achieve with their babies. So yeah, at the end of my natural childbirth ed course, um, which is a really great course, it can be taken, you know, by itself, but if there are other avenues that you can kind of go down like hypnobirthing, spinning babies training, um, which helps with ideal mom and baby positioning, then there's essential oil trainings. Obviously we're talking about that today and there's all kinds, there'll be other ones, you know, just different paths that people can go down depending on what kind of speaks to them, what their instincts are telling them is going to be the most beneficial for them. Absolutely. So yeah, in labor, you follow your instincts and there's, uh, there's movement, there's all these different things that you can employ for comfort measures and labor. Mm-hmm. And in that position, I was completely alone. My husband was scrambling for childcare mm-hmm. and all of the tools that I thought I had in my kit weren't accessible to me because I was, I was alone uh-huh. and I had a broken pelvis and I was stabilized. And in that moment I was in, I was disassociating. I was in so much pain because every right. single contraction was pulling on a uterus that was torn from my body. Mm-hmm. And wow. So I wasn't able to do my visualizations or my, you know, I had all these little like birth affirmation statements. My mind was totally blank. Okay. And in that moment, the only thing that could have worked was supernaturally provided, which is kind of, you know, a bizarre thing that happened. Yeah. Which just the essential oils, because Mm -hmm. these essential oils speak to the body multidimensionally at a Mm -hmm. cellular, biochemical, emotional, and spiritual level. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the inherent nature of plants that has a, a correspondence to the human body in a way that is, is really so profound to study scientifically mm-hmm. how they, like when you study the pharmacokinetics of how essential oils go into the body, it's not like other pharmaceutical medication. It mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not like a little robot that you put in and it just does the same thing like an artificial spike protein or, or these other types of pharmaceutical chemical products, essential oils are a living, it's a living intelligence. The science behind it is something that only backs up our, our instincts to use them. So as you inhale them, right, they cross the blood brain barrier in a way that natural medicine has only started to be able to replicate. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so many, like, you know, speaking of that blood brain barrier, like so many things that we produce naturally, naturally, when we produce it, it crosses our blood brain barrier. But then when we try to reproduce it in a lab, we can't make a substance that crosses that blood brain barrier for whatever reason. And And if we do, it's usually not good. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's very true. There's a reason that's there. Yeah. I'm just the thinking smell. of Pitocin specifically, like, you know, yeah. oxytocin, you know, our body makes Great it example. and it crosses that blood brain barrier. But then in a lab, the stuff we use in, in labor inductions, that doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. And it has all these side effects because of that, yep. you know, that's yep. one of the reasons. And then we have essential oils, which 
you know, there are a couple that can do a similar thing, right. That can help create that oxytocin flow naturally. And then that does cross our blood brain barrier. Yes. You get all I that love natural it. So benefit. you don't. Yep. So the, so with essential oils, it doesn't even have to, it's, it's an interesting thing because your awareness of how you're being affected is, is sometimes immediately evident and sometimes not, but right. I felt like I was able to get through that labor only because I had these tools when, when nothing else worked. And I was able to push my baby out in 17 minutes with no pain meds on a snapped pelvis. And it really is something from then I, I had read a lot of the different textbooks on essential oils and had pursued it uh, more casually. But after I had that personal experience, I really became passionate about this issue. And there really hasn't been someone who has gotten down to studying the molecular weight and the specifics of essential oils and Mm -hmm. applied those to birth and the stages and phases of labor, their clinical indicators and how to anticipate essential oil use Mm -hmm. is really something that we talk about because learning the bioavailability of essential oils and knowing how to time that so that, for example... Um, you're anticipating, for example, the needs of transition. Mm-hmm. And so you're giving the oils in anticipation of, you know, we know that the mom is probably going to be needing this. That all is stuff that was really a delight to look into. But Rachel, I know that you've been serving your clients with essential oils and have amazing stories. You love cedarwood, you love lemon. Yes. Tell us about your uh, success stories for moms who want to be inspired to hear about how they can use these essential oils as tools in their labor. Hey everyone, Rachel Manns here, and today I have something I'm thrilled to share with you guys. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, that's a quarter, guys, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. Designed for new and expectant parents, as well as pregnancy and birth professionals, Informed Pregnancy Plus is like having a trusted BFF and doctor in one, guiding you through every step of the path to and through parenthood. A few of just my favorite titles are obviously The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, How Fun Is That?, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection, an extremely well-presented and informative workshop teaching you about your core and pelvic floor and how to keep them healthy. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Sign up for Informed Pregnancy Plus right now. I'm not kidding, guys. It's really going to help you out. It's my prescription for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. That's informedpregnancy.tv, and the link will be in the description below. Now back to the show. Yeah, I definitely want to answer that. But first, I mean, I feel like your story you know, everything you just said, I feel like there's so many little rabbit trails I could go off on, on a tangent that like apply to natural birth in a good way. And I'm going to try to not do that. But one of the things that I do want to point out is that, you know, you said that the doctor wanted to section you or have you have a cesarean birth, right? 
-hmm. and you trusted your instincts and said, you know what? I do want to get this baby out quickly for the safety of my baby. But in my body, I know that I can birth this baby vaginally, right? You trusted your instincts there. And then, like you said, by some crazy coincidence, whatever, someone gifted you the essential oils you needed to be strong enough to deliver your baby quickly and safely. And like I said, I could really go off on a rabbit trail about trusting your instincts right now, but I love the way you did that. And essential oils played a role and it just inspired everything you made. You know, you have all of these wonderful trainings. Um, and I was luckily lucky enough to take your, what is it called? The birth consult, uh, essential oil birth consultant training. And so I was yeah. trained in those 10 oils that you mentioned and cedarwood and lemon were two of them and they are my favorites. And that is because I have, so cedarwood, as you know, but for the audience, um, cedarwood is so good at giving this sense of I'm going to be okay. It almost like it talks to your brain and tells you to trust your body basically is what's kind of happening. And I have had so many situations with moms where come transition, you know, transition, if you don't know, is that end of that last hump of the birthing process before you actually birth, start pushing and birth your baby. And that is the most intense part, you know, so I've had so many moms get to that point and feel so anxious or moms having longer labors. And they just feel so anxious and they're like, it's not working or I don't know if I can do this. And I will pull out the cedarwood essential oil. I'll put it on a little towel or I'll just let them smell it out of the bottle. And I'll say, here, smell this. Take a few deep breaths. And not just for moms. I do it for dads too. Cause I mean, Stephanie, I I'm sure you that. know. I had, dads I had never thought of that. Sometimes. Like they yeah. get anxious sometimes too. And so I'll bring it out and I'll let them smell it. And within minutes, I can see a change in their face. They, you know, their whole demeanor changes almost every single time. They just feel more confident. And that is just such, I mean, cedarwood in and of itself is such a powerful tool for me in my birth doula practice. And then I also love lemon essential oil. And so lemon is- Hold on, for, let's, let's stay on cedarwood oh, for just a moment. Let's stay on cedarwood, okay. I have a few things to say about it because it is one of my favorite oils and mm. it's really- something. I love how you use it. Um, the primary usage and, and benefits of this are, it is pain relieving. It has all of these, you know, antiseptic, astringent, antibacterial, all of those things, but it also is said to be an aphrodisiac. So stimulating of the sexual arousal mechanisms, mm -hmm. circulatory, it's sedative and stimulating, which sounds kind of confusing, but it's definitely a sedative of choice. If you want to promote the mother feeling relaxed, mm -hmm. present, comfortable, and centered, it's centering. And That's the word I use a lot. It's so centering. Right. And calm, but it's going to also maintain her energy. So mm -hmm. of all the relaxing oils that we promote for usage in the labor space, this one has the least sleep inducing effect. So yes. it's going to have those anti-anxiety effects and grounding properties for both the body and the mind. And then it it's an aphrodisiac in the sense that it's very supportive of healthy circulation mm -hmm. and it just increases all of uh, that good flow. It's something that I love that you're using it aromatically because mm -hmm. that's key. You can also use it topically. If you put it into a carrier oil, you can do that or aloe vera jelly. 
mm-hmm. which is not the same as aloe vera gel, but the jelly specifically really helps for a rapid uptake. Um, and is something that you can apply warm with like a warm, moist compress. And all of these things are incredibly effective. So I love cedarwood. I love that you mm. love cedarwood. It's yes. one of my favorite oils. This has been used um, since ancient times. The Greeks and Egyptians um, have used this and it's, it really helps with resilience and grounding. Yes. It helps maintain that sense of well-being despite the circumstance and a mm-hmm. sense that I can do this yep. is the effects are perceivable. It's really a wonderful oil in birth. Yeah. I love it. And for me too, and I'm sure for a lot of people that olfactory sense kicks in because it smells like a tree. And Mm -hmm. for me, that is just so calming. And I think for a lot of people, that's just one more facet of just why this oil works and why it's so helpful. I mean, like I said, I can see the effects within minutes. It's so beneficial. And then the other one I really like, I use lemon a lot. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, if you're nauseous during labor, use peppermint oil. And I always say, Rachel, no, no, no. I feel about that. <laughs> we don't use peppermint oil. And a lot of people think it's just because it can affect your milk supply, but actually it can hyperstimulate your baby's lungs. And that is obviously a big no, no. We don't want to cause breathing issues. When the newborn is transitioning, that is a very delicate physiological transition to their own systems, taking over the oxygen, mm-hmm. oxygenating their blood, their lungs. Um, just so everyone knows this is something I like to ask people. What is the scent that is, that the baby loves best after, Mm. after birth? Uh, And the answer to that question, right? Yes. Amniotic fluid. (laughs) The scent that your baby wants to smell is amniotic fluid, not essential oils. So it's so key, whatever you're using, which is why I love inhalation. It's more Mm -hmm. effective. It's going to get into your blood faster and there's going to be less of a residue to clean. So yes, I'm a huge fan of not inhalation, like whole room diffusing. I almost always discourage whole room diffusing because it is too strong for your baby, especially, but sometimes you get sick of a smell inhalation, like on a little cotton ball or out of the bottle or on a towel next to your face so you can easily discard it when you're done with it and get it away from your baby. So instead of peppermint though, I always use lemon essential oil. And actually I found out recently that there are a couple studies that have shown that lemon is more effective for pregnancy nausea than peppermint is anyway. There are multiple studies that have been done on this. I have, I'm looking at a list right here of 11 different studies and books that have all looked at lemon, anti-stress effects, Mm anti-nausea effects. And so, yes. So with essential oils, I think that there's, there's important distinctions to be made in our fields that I think a lot of times people go wrong with. A lot of times Mm -hmm. people say, well, essential oils are just safe and effective. And it's like, no, there are safety concerns with essential oils. And you can't say, oh, these are powerful substances, but you can never go wrong with them Uh, because you can. And in fact, we do have several deaths on record from essential oils. And to my knowledge, the only time essential oils have ever killed anybody is, is peppermint with newborns where it's hyper stimulated. Like moms have put pepper, like you really have to overdo it to have these effects. But to my knowledge, there have been three to five child deaths from menthol or peppermint or like Mm -hmm. those types of oils, because they do cause a constriction of breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, and normally there's comorbidities, right? The child already had asthma or the child was already struggling with breathing, Mm -hmm. which is why the mom was applying peppermint. But in children, from my understanding, the only people who have ever died of essential oils are two and under from peppermint family based um, situations. 
So that is something to be aware of. And unfortunately, peppermint is one of the number one oils that doulas have in their bags. I know. You actually don't want to use peppermint in a birth scenario. I myself have slathered deep blue all over my chest. And I remember my son, you know, veering away from me, veering away from from the Mm -hmm. smell and having an instinctual reaction against it. So you absolutely want to replace lemon um, in substitute of peppermint. Um, Lemon is incredible because it is going to help with so many different things, including it's a tonic, it's stimulating. It's going to help with just anything to do with the digestive system. It has so many different benefits and and uses, but as an anti-nausea, it's going to soothe nausea and help prevent vomiting. In studies with mothers in labor, it was found to make a statistically significant difference in nausea. It's fresh, clean citrus aroma is uplifting, but it's Uh stabilizing. It's I always say for a nauseated mom, I always say the citrus in general. So the, the orange and the lemon, mm-hmm. they're just happy smells. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so we're killing two birds with one stone. We're helping with the lemon. We're helping with the nausea and we're just creating, like you said, this uplifting type feeling, which is so, so, so beneficial in birth. Lemon is very invigorating. It blends well with wild orange, ginger, mm-hmm. and black pepper. All of those are very stimulating. Yes. If you want the mom to be um, anti-nausea, but then more towards the calm spectrum, lavender, cedarwood, and frankincense. It blends beautifully with all of those. Mm-hmm. The only thing is if you're putting it up to her nose, this isn't a big contraindication, but just um, if the mom is going to go for a long walk in the middle of the day, you you know be aware if she's sniffing it out of the bottle that a UV ray burn. I right. have burned my skin with lemon, uh-huh. but Especially I put it like, you, like all dab it yeah. on your well, skin. I right? like put lemon all over my face and then I put a mask on and then it's pretty hard to hurt yourself with lemon, but yeah, it's, it can cause a possible skin sensitivity, but this is a very safe, effective oil. And, um, lemon is wonderful in the birth room. I absolutely agree. I could probably talk with you about essential oils all day long, but we are coming up on about that 20 minute mark. I mean, I think what I'll probably have to do is eventually down the road, have you back on to talk about other essential oils and things like that. But I think overall today, we gave a really good overview of how essential oils can be really beneficial. You just have to, you have to know the right ones, right? And on the Brilliant Birth Academy, you have a couple master classes that people can go on to and learn. Like parents can go on and they can learn about how to more safely use essential oils in birth. And then for the birth professionals out there, you have two different trainings about essential oils and how to properly use them specifically for birth. Because I think that's something that a lot of people say, I'm trained in essential oils. But being trained in essential oils in general is not the same as being trained in birth because birth does add these facets that, you know, we've made it clear you have to be careful of. Yeah. So there's a few things that really change the way that your body interacts with essential oils. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them have to do with an elevated temperature. Moms have a lot going on. The physiology of birth changes the pharmacokinetics of how essential oils interact with the body. Yes. And so there are things that you can do that are very wonderful and poignant. When you have an elevated temperature and humidity of birthing environments, there's the newborn's physiological transition after birth that yep. you should be aware of. And then Which is the biggest reason we don't hold room diffuse. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even things, so we have free courses on essential oil, safety and water birth masterclass, um, and how to effectively use emulsifiers, um, 
for that. So a lot of recommended substances such as full fat, fat milk are not safe enough for the birth context. Um, we have a masterclass on transitioning oiled labor spaces to newborn mm-hmm. safe birth spaces. And yeah. then we do have stuff on first aid and adverse reaction masterclasses. So a lot of moms will get a new oil for birth and they're mm-hmm. treating themselves and they um, experience it and they don't have a reaction because with allergic reactions, you have to have the sensitizing right event, and then the signs and symptoms. And so um, we have all sorts of training on safety, but really you shouldn't have any fear with essential oils. We've created these trainings so that you can just be orientated in the right way very mm-hmm. briefly. And I want to encourage moms buy essential oils for your births, have a mm-hmm. wonderful time. I hope you have amazing birth experiences. And if you're a doula, this is such a wonderful thing to have and to offer to your clients. It is so interacting with plants in this way is so healing. Yes. It's so, it, it brings such a dynamic level of care, you know, with lemon, 75 lemons are distilled into just one 15 milliliter bottle. Yeah. And so to have such a concentrated exchange, like, I believe that plants are here to heal us. Mm-hmm. I believe plants are here to um, meet every need that the human body could right. have. And so to interact with these, I would really encourage you. You can go to brilliantbirthacademy.com. We have an essential oils department. All of this is professional grade training put together by aromatherapists and midwives. So it is going to be comprehensive, but we've tried to keep it brief. We have aromatherapy certifications, essential oils for birth certificate, which is the 10 top oils we recommend mm-hmm. for birth. And then we have, and that's the one I've taken. Ones. Because you didn't have your aromatherapy one out yet when I took that. Yeah, there's so many different natural solutions for pregnancy Mm -hmm. and for uh, birth and then for postpartum for the mom and then a lot of resources for babies. If I could just transfuse to you a passion for plants, specifically in this form, Mm -hmm. it's so fun. It's so wonderful. So I hope that if you're a professional or parent that you pursue natural-based solutions with essential oils, it's brought me so much comfort and joy. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today, Stephanie. Um, I'm definitely going to put links to your site in the podcast notes. And guys, I really encourage you, whether you're a parent or a birth worker, go on to the Brilliant Birth Academy site, check out some of their masterclasses. If you're a birth worker, check out their trainings. Oh yeah, moms out there, parents out there, their masterclasses, you can access for free. All right, so just go get yourself the education you need. And birth workers, I found just in my birth dual practice, people have really appreciated that I have training in essential oils and that I'm using them safely and conservatively. And and I have to thank Brilliant Birth Academy for that. So guys, check out the links below. Thank you, Stephanie, so much for being on with us today. And hopefully we'll get to have you on another time. Rachel, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being a resource of wisdom of natural traditional uses and for the ways that you've expanded in that direction. In addition to all of your evidence-based work, you've made yourself into an incredible resource for so many people. And I really appreciate you a lot. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you guys. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to this podcast and head over to my site, thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out my blog, shop, email list, and YouTube channel. Thanks. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to and rate this podcast and head over to thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out our online natural birth education course, birth story blog, YouTube channel, and more.